I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to think, but... (sighs) Black people are not like everyone else. And I'm done with trying to be PC. Say, black people aren't like this, white people aren't like this, Latinos aren't like this. Everything's not like this. People will only interact with you if your life over over sex with theirs. People only care about you if your image is okay and it lines up with their image. People will only deal with you if it will benefit them. People don't care what you have to think. People don't care what you have to do. People only care about your actions and what you are doing and how it affects them. And if it doesn't affect them, then they could give a rat's ass. But if it affects other people, they don't, again, they still don't care unless it affects them. I know a lot of people right now that are turning 21 and are getting their gun, getting their gun licenses. And yes, all those people are white. And they're like, oh, Brennan, why don't you do this? Well, if the difference between me and you is... If I have a gun, people don't assume that I have a conceal and carry license. They assume I got it from the streets. But if a white person has a gun, of course they have their conceal and carry, and of course it's up to date. But again, if I have mine, even if I do have a conceal and carry, and if it's a day past, I'm going to jail. But if you have a conceal and carry and it's a day past, you're fine. They're just going to tell you to go back and get it renewed. That's the difference. My life and your life are not the fucking same. And the other thing is, is I am... Probably there's 50% of the black population wants to move forward and 50% of the other of the black population doesn't even say that racism exists. That's what people also don't understand is black people are fighting against everyone and themselves. (laughs) For instance, black women are fighting against white women for black men. That's an instance for that. Every a hot commodity right now in the dating world is black men because what's up and coming right now rappers athletes all like black men are in hot commodity right now but black women again are getting mad about that Uh, okay i'm getting a fuck people don't give a fuck what's going on in your life unless it has something to do with theirs and again that is where i'm just different from everyone else i there's people on the other side of the world right now that are even in a worse situation than I am in America and they can't speak out about it because if they do, they die. But here in America, we love our first amendment, right? And again, we love our second amendment, right? But we are not like everyone else. America is the, ex- is the 1%. America is the exception and the black people in it, the, the Mexican people in it, the Asian Americans in it, the, 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 U- the UK people in it, everyone in America is an exception to every fucking rule because America is 30,000 light years ahead of everyone because we have taken everything from everyone. And I don't have a problem with that because that's America's livelihood. That's my background. That's America's history. But Again, white people don't want to admit it because if they admit it, then they did, then that admits that they do something wrong, and they can't do that. And for instance, if you are locked up and a policeman rapes you in thirty-five states, that's legal. Consensual sex with a policeman and this is and someone that's being detained is legal. And who gets to decide what the consent is? The police officer, because the person that's in detained has no rights. So. 
35 states, that law is legal. But hey, let's keep paying our taxes and let's keep saying that the system's broken and let's keep funding the fucking system. But hey, we only care about self-image, right? Because self-image is all that people care about. My whole fucking life, I've never cared about self-image. I did the wackiest shit. I did the craziest shit just to get people to like me, to see me as a person, to just see me as a fucking person. But hey, we're in America and that's not allowed because at the end of the day, I'm black. So all I can do is be angry, right? That's the thing. I acted the way that I did so that I wasn't angry. Nobody can say that they've seen me angry because I've never been fucking angry. But I'm actually angry because people now are taking have been taking advantage and then the if you slip up once if you do something wrong once it's your fault and you need an apology every there people always need an apology for something instead of asking why did you do it what's your intent behind it and then even if you tell them what the intent is they still don't care what you were thinking or what you did but your actions are what mattered but your words, the intent and everything else behind your actions don't give, they don't matter what, they don't matter. <laughs> and here's the thing in my world, in my reality that, li that I live in, your actions matter, your intent matters, your words matter, everything you fucking do matters because it, we're not in a, in a fucking game. We're not in a world where nothing matters. We're in a world where everything matters and people try to put labels on everything. And if you put labels on everything, then that means that you understand everything. And then if you don't understand everything, then what am I doing? And then you get confused once and then you can't accept things that don't have labels on it. You get what I'm saying here? Stop putting labels on fucking things. Stop expecting things from other people. Stop adapting to situations and start adapting to situations. Start not making sense of something and start making sense of something. If you don't understand it, why don't you fucking understand it? Instead of taking you taking your anger, taking something else out on someone else, try to why are they feeling this way? Why are they doing this? Because my whole life, my actions have mattered, but my intent has never mattered. And so even if I do something right, if I do something the perfect way, but if I move with my left foot first before my right foot, why the fuck are you moving with your, walking with your left foot forward? That's no matter what you do, people will be there to be out for you. And in my situation, I do not want to get into it, but it's people care way too much about what you're doing and not what you're doing. <laughs> it's, it's like, it makes no sense to me, but all the sense to them. It, again, I, <laughs> I can honestly say that there's only one person in my life that has been there through thick and thin. And the rest of my family can't even say Black Lives Matter. And that's not pointing fingers at anyone. That's not doing anything towards that. That's just my reality. And if you don't like that, cool. Neither do I. But there's nothing we could do about it. Because unlike everyone else, I don't expect things from other people. But I just hope that things can change. And if they can't, cool. Then I'm going to hope for something else. <laughs> oh my god. I, I don't know where this is going. I don't know what this is doing, but I just have so much in me that I just need to try to get out because, again, I'm still waiting for my 40 acres and my mule, okay? I'm still waiting for people to wake up and start to realize that when you go to the store and you pay that seven cents, at least in Minnesota, that that is going towards the government and that same government that you're saying doesn't work is what you are funding. It's like instead of funding it and not caring why don't you fund it and start caring because 
the world, America, sorry, not the world, but America is run between people that are from 45 to 100. And, but yet the future of America is from zero to 25. So until we start to care about what the everyone starts to care about, instead of going to parties and doing all, yes, it's fun, but a lifestyle, come on. You can't say that you want something and then reap the benefits from the opposite side. You can't say that you're a feminist and then go to the bar and get in for free, get drinks for free. It's not how it works, <laughs> okay? Because that means that you're being treated differently than the male, okay? You can't be a f- this without looking at your past. You can't look at the future without figuring out what the past was. You can't, because if you do, then it's not the future. It's your present and nothing else. It's your world, because you are correct. We are all living in your world and nothing else, because yes, your world is the only one that is around, because when you go to Africa, it's only your world over there, right? So you know exactly what's going on over there. You tell me. You know exactly what's going on in Russia. You tell. You know exactly what's going on in Turkey. You know exactly what's going on in Pakistan. You know exactly what's going on. In the, so tell me, since we're living in your world, make it better. Why is it that all of the nations in the world, third world countries, exist when one world countries, air quotes, because third world's some bullshit, we are all in one fucking world. <laughs> there is no third world country. There is no second world country. Those are just terms and labels that they use to define def- state lines. Exactly the same. Yeah, this is Texas because we say it's Texas. This is this is Oklahoma because we said this is Oklahoma. But it was it was just land before we labeled it. It was just land that we all lived on that before we labeled it. Do you get what I'm trying to say here? <laughs> uh, we are six billion years, or four billion, one of the two, of evolution of humans. So what's the future going to look like? Are we going to continue to evolve or are we just going to die? <laughs> are you going to keep caring about the past instead of trying to build a new future? What are you going to do? Because, again, this is all up to you. And how this is going to change. We can keep being a divided force because there is, okay, there was a study that was done and it was how long black money stays black money. So if I get my paycheck, right, and I have $400 in the bank and I go spend it somewhere else, I go spend it somewhere. If I go to the gas station, that's not black money, that's white money that I'm, that I'm now doing. But unless that gas station was owned by a black person, then that's continuing black, black money. So the study was, is that Black money keeps going for 12 seconds. You can have your money for 12 seconds until you have to go to buy something that it's not. But white money can stand up for four weeks. It can stay white for four weeks. Meaning a white person can use their paycheck. That money will keep going along to white people. And then four weeks later, that money will go to a black person. Somehow, some way. And black people... 12 seconds. (laughs) We don't own anything. We don't do anything. We don't... (sighs) Half of the black population in America cares. The other half doesn't. And the people up top, the white people up top in America, are loving that because that's what they did. We were all together. We were all connected. We were all everything. Then they pinned us against each other. 
The gang wars. Keep it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like that. There's a reason why in all the TV shows, the cops let the gangs fight each other before they step in. It's because that happens in real fucking life. Oh, no, Brendan, it doesn't. The cops are there to protect and serve. Well, then why is it that 80% of cop shootings are done by the 11% of black people that are in... The percentages don't add up, people. <laughs> the majority is actually the minority. <laughs> And until people start to care about this shit, then nobody will fuck, nothing will change, nothing will happen, nothing will get done. And again, I am saying all of this willingly and knowing that at one point in my life I may die from this because the people that have done the exact same did that. Remember, Malcolm X, 33 heads of state from Africa going to the UN, Malcolm X dies two days before, it never happens. That is reality. That is the life that we are living in. And those same people, again, still drive around with protect and serve on the side. But if we're lucky, they're undercover and they don't say that they're police and they start to shoot and then you shoot back and then you're dead. They're dead. And you're a cop killer, but they'd never said they were cops. Like, there was an undercover sting operation that happened in New York and it was where cops would drive prostitutes to and from businesses to go and do this because the Cops were getting their, their cops were getting the cut until one time one of the prostitutes was actually an NYPD officer. <laughs> so the cops got busted by the cops. <laughs> and in the Vietnam War, the war on drugs was led by the military, the U.S. military from Vietnam, uncut cocaine, uncut crack were coming from the military to us. <sighs> Again. You can, we cannot admit these things because if we do, that means that we, we did something wrong. That means that we let the war on drugs happen. Again, what? We would never, right? All the guns that are on the street are coming from white men. All the drugs on the street are coming from white men. And you can't tell me anything different because... You know what? No. Tell me different. <laughs> Tell me, tell me something different. Please tell me that I'm wrong. And tell me why is it that black people are the only people that idolize rappers and athletes? Why don't white people do that? Oh, because they have people that are actually in true power positions that they can actually look up to? Hmm. Hmm. And why can't black people do that? Oh, because those same white people that are in those power positions killed all those black... Oh! Okay, so now I'm starting to see see a recurring pattern, but right now they can't do that to us anymore because everything is videoed, everything is on that, and if you're laying on a man's neck for 9 minutes and 47 seconds, you go to jail now. But hey, if you shoot a if you shoot through a door and you kill someone that was innocent, if you shoot 67-some bullets through a door and paralyze a man and kill his fiance, you don't have to go to jail. Over 600 days so far, and nothing has yet to be done about Breonna Taylor. Absolutely nothing. But hey, people can keep pretending like they care. People can keep pretending like they care. Cool. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but just so you know, Everyone cared about Gabby, right? Gabby Pitina, whatever. She goes on a hike and kill and is dead, right? Everyone can care about that. But <laughs> when it happens to a black person, nobody fucking cares. 
Nobody cares that 40% of cops admit to abusing their loved ones. For instance, a police officer, Eric Banks' wife, applied for a protective order against him. She was denied. One week later, her son died. Eric lied to the cops. Eric Banks, remember, the police officer, lied to the cops saying his stepson wasn't home as the boy was laying dead inside. Again, 40% of cops admit to abusing their partners. <laughs> the kid was 15. Uh, you know how I said before, 35 states allow rape if it's consensual from, uh, sorry, or allow sex if it's consensual from police officers to people that are locked up. And this, these detectives took turns in raping her in the backseat of a van and cruised in the dark streets and sat and she was handcuffed crying repeatedly to yelling no and the then they pulled over so that they could switch drivers and the other one could fuck again 35 states this is legal because <laughs> because the cops can do whatever the fuck they want and nobody cares because they're the cops and hey black lives matter hates the cops no we we just hate what they stand for <laughs> they stand for policing without policing. Who polices the cops? Nobody. Nobody polices the cops. <laughs> so when only 5% of arrests are made in 2018 involved with violent crimes and 4% of what police... And that's that's 4%... <laughs> police... <sighs> Dude, I am... People are shocked by these numbers and I'm just annoyed by these numbers because they just keep shrinking. Like... Only 5% of all arrests made in 2018 involved violent crimes. And only 4% of what police spend their time doing involves enforcing laws against violent crimes. Meanwhile, cops kill three people every day and are responsible for one-third of all stranger murders. But again, people don't care because they only care about people's intention in the PC world and not the reality that we all have to live in every fucking day. And people still look at the media as, oh, I trust them. You know, blah, blah, blah. The media reports to ensure social scare. The media is there to infer fear on everyone and that we need the cops. Because guess who? Guess what? Those same people that own the media stations have a percentage in the cop, <laughs> like are putting money towards the police so that they can get benefits from the police because they know that the police are corrupt. <laughs> but it's benefiting them so they don't have a problem with it. Okay. <laughs> But hey, what's the problem, right? It's no accident that one in three black boys winds up caged. And overall, it's 67%. Cops are everywhere in our world and people don't... And people are fine with it because they're not the ones getting hurt. They're in our schools. They're in... <laughs> literally, they're at football games. They're at baseball. They're at all sporting events. They're at all of this because, again, on their car, it says to protect and serve. But, again, most of those people that are in those places are white people because most people cannot afford those. And if black people can afford to go there, then they're the ones that they're looking at because black people don't belong there. And you know how I know that? Because that's I was a security officer at a football stadium. And I know how they think because that's how I was trained to think. Oh, just look for all of this. But it just so happened that all the people that my coworkers were looking at were, hmm, happened to be black. But it also seemed to look like most of the people that I was working with was also people of color because they needed places of jobs in the city. Because the only 
jobs they can get is working security for the white man. They can't do anything else. And again, that's not me dissing them. That's dissing the system that we are all brought in at. That's me accepting the fact that not everyone is the same. And it didn't take a fucking squid game on Netflix for me to realize that. <laughs> like it's people are now starting to realize that hmm, not everyone's born the same and all of this. People don't, again, people don't care about your intentions. They only care about your actions. They only care about what they can see you doing. And is that okay with me? Absolutely not. But it's the world that we live in. Remember, I'm 21, but Tamir Rice was 12. I'm 21, but Michael Brown was 18. I'm 21, but Laquan McDonald was 17. (sighs) Like, this is my life. This is my reality. And I know that black people are dying on the daily and I know that you know that black people are dying on the daily, but the difference between me and you is, is I'm trying to do something to change that. I'm trying to do something to try to fix that. I'm trying to go to our police officers and talk to them and figure out what we can do to actually change something. What are you doing? You know what? Right now, um, call Governor Stint in Oklahoma and try to get Julius Jones free. Let's just try to all agree on that. Let's agree that an innocent man shouldn't be put on death row because... Because he has six days left. He has six days left to live unless one white man says that "Ah, you're okay to live. That is our reality. That's all world that we live in. And again, I could have been in jail in those type of positions, but I knew the right white people. (laughs) Again, my reality that I know and live in. I was talking before about how people were the the couple that went hiking and it was taken all over the world, like all of this. But what about Jaisea Moore? She disappeared just before the her. She was literally her her dad, the police officer, was about to be on trial for abusing his family, and his daughter goes missing the day before she's supposed to go on trial. His mother's not, her mother's not being tried. Her mother's not being treated like a victim's mother. She's being treated like a black woman because, again, that's all that people see her as. She disappeared again just days before she was about to testify against her stepfather, a cop. She's missing, she's gone. Josiah Moore, say her name. Nobody knows where she is right now. Like, people are looking, they're looking in the, they're searching for a body in a lake behind an apartment complex looking for her. Like, but nobody's talking about it because she's black. And tell me that I'm wrong, but how, where's Dog the Bounty Hunter? <laughs> Where, where's the TikTok? Where's the, where's the news articles? Where's everyone caring about this person the only difference is that she's black (laughs) tell me i'm wrong please tell me i'm wrong but hey this is again the world that some of us live in and most of us don't accept because how can people do this how can how can we do this to each other this is completely messed up this how can you do this But hey, nobody, again, like I've said, nobody cares about it. 
because she's black. You can look it up. I'll spell her name for you. J-A-S-H-Y-A-H. M-O-O-R-E. Josiah Moore. She's been missing since 10-14-2021 from New Jersey. She's 14 years old. And the FBI says that they're looking. The police say that they're looking. But absolutely nothing. So, hey. Kamala Harris, you want to try to help us out? Because we're, as you said before, we're one in the same, right? Where are you? Oh, that's right. You and your NYPD officers were... So, this transition's terrible, but... Let's talk about on (laughs) October 23rd how the NYPD arrested every single motorcyclist going across the Manhattan Bridge, or sorry, the Williamsburg Bridge, because a sergeant was hurt with a minor cut on her leg. And they said that the, the motorcyclist was possibly driving under the influence. So what did they do? The next day they set up roadblocks. And they took every single motorcycle unlawfully and just said, okay, go on with your day. These people had nothing to do with the incident that happened. And again, all of these officers, they're required, they're mandated to wear masks. They're mandated to do this because, again, they're protect and serve, right? All that they care about is the the helping of others, right? (laughs) No, they all have an agenda still because... They act like the police department was all cleaned up in the 60s after Vietnam. But guess what? Sorry to tell you, but we live in a reality where those same police officers see money and they want it for their own. But hey, body cams are starting to change that. But guess what? Not every police department is sanctioned and told that they have to be run with body cameras. But hey, again, tell me that I'm wrong. (laughs) Please, please, please tell me I'm wrong, please. I I hope at some point we find we start to care about the people that we actually can't see. I hope that we start to care about the Israeli forces that are killing people the exact same way that the cops here are killing people. I I really hope that we start to care about one day where Kaepernick is seen as not an outlier, not just a a black thumb on a white wall, but as someone that actually tried to induct change in a system that didn't want to induct change, but now is being forced to induct change. But instead, we are, I, I, we are idealizing a man that can go across state lines and shoot two black people in self-defense. How can it be self-defense if you're actively acting out as this? Oh, but I'm here to protect people. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. Again, in the trial, they're not allowed to call the, the, the people that he killed victims. They're only allowed to call them protesters, violators, villains. Why don't you just call us what you want to call us? Savages? Animals? Just, just say it straight to our face again. Niggers? Say it straight to our face again. But hey, you can say that, but we can't act on it. Because if we act on it again, we are falling into it we are helping them with their cause when all that we're asking for is three simple words for you to say to make sure that you're not going to try to kill me at some point in my life can you just say black lives matter for me right now in your head 
outside of your head, whatever. Just Black Lives Matter. Can you just tell, when you see a black person, just look at them and say, Black Lives Matter. And yes, I know it's corny. Yes, I know this, but I'm telling you, this is how there are people that could care less about us, but in the government, in the Senate, in the Congress, they are more worried about men being stripped of their masculinity (laughs) because of this PC world. (laughs) I'm not being stripped of my masculinity. It might be you, though. And yes, he's a white man. Josh Mc, uh, McDowell. I, uh, I don't know what his name is. Mc, oh, fuck. Uh, but yeah, he says that, that, peop- that men are being stripped of their masculinity. And it's like, no, women are just being empowered. And cool. That's good for them. I'm glad. Finally. Good for you. But those, those same people don't, still don't want to admit that slavery was a thing, racism was a thing, but if they do, they're okay with it and keep moving on with their lives <laughs> because, again, it doesn't affect them. <sighs> They've never felt those eyes in the supermarket that stares. Uh, yesterday, I was at the grocery store and, I'm, and I was being followed. No, Brendan, I was just stocking the shelves. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I, you, you can tell when someone's stocking the shelves to look or stocking the shelves to do this. You want to know why? Because that was me. I was doing that. Not to black people, but just to people at my job when I was doing that. I was stocking shelves and giving the prying eye, giving the, the evil eye, giving the menacing eye at someone, just seeing what they were doing. And the reason why is because eh, maybe they could see what, have a taste of what we were, were going through. <laughs> then I realized very quickly that what, that wasn't okay. I realized very quickly that that was fucked up and I shouldn't be doing that. But everywhere that I go, people don't care who I am, who I was, who I'm going to be. They just look at me, see a 6'3 black man and are scared. And if they don't want to admit it, that's because they're fighting those fears. And I'm here to talk about it because nobody else wants to fucking talk about it. And you can... Keep hating. And again, we are, I am facing a battle between everyone and black people. And half of those black people don't want to face this battle. Half of those black people just want to take benefit from it because they've never taken benefit from anything in their lives because they're black. And now that they're finally getting benefit from, from something for being black, they're overjoyous. They're love. They're all of this except for the one thing that they need to be. <laughs> and they need to be included, inclusive. They need to be included and inclusive. And until that can happen, nothing's going to change. Nobody is ever going to, to care about you the way that they'll care about their kid. And some, some people will say, if you're an adopted child, you're not going to be loved the same as if they were their child. And I'm here to tell you that is 100% correct. That is 100% true. Unless you do something about it, unless you try to, uh, unless you try to make it so they never feel that way. But hey, people can be raised in the same exact environment, but the outcome of their lives will be completely different. There was this this picture that this, this meme that I saw, and it was the difference between um, two people raised in the same in the same household, and it was 
uh, like if their dad if their dad was a drunk and it and one is a continued drunk and the other one is like avoids alcohol. That's the difference. Is it's how you perceive and see things. Is how you live your life. Just be like when people say that you're a product of your environment. I just like to say fuck you because <laughs> that means you can you're that that's just accepting what what there is. That that means that you can't change. That means that there's nothing but <laughs> so stupid. Oh, but hey, you're not like them. Remember, I my whole life, you're 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 a good one. You're one of the good ones. <laughs> so if someone was to come up to me and ask me, Brendan, what's it like to be black in America? <laughs> what's it like? I'll tell them, it's like being a fish out of water. It's being uncomfortable all the time, but having to live with it. And finding a way to survive. Because remember, those same people that didn't want black people in, in the same schools as their kids are still alive and well today, running our government, <laughs> acting like they care on the outside, but when we all know they don't give a fuck on the inside. And we're all okay with it because the system is rigged and we don't want anything to do with it anymore. Please register to vote. Please go out and vote. Please do whatever you can to help this system become further. Because when you wake up, when you see what's going on, when you start to care about it, it's too. It's going to be too late. <laughs> we are in a switch right now where the left is going so far left and the right is going so far right that they can't see each other. But yet their job makes them have to see each other. And so... If they both don't want to listen, <laughs> nothing's going to get done. Like, for instance, whatever Taylor Green, her name is, the congresswoman, she went to the jail where these January 6th people are getting sentenced for like six months, eight months, nine months. And she, over the intercom, sang the Star Spangled Banner. She sang the national anthem with all of them and said, I will help and we will get out. That's the thing. A coup happened in our country and nobody gives a fuck. But a coup happens in another country and now we give all the fucks. <laughs> we cared more about what happened in Afghanistan than we do here. We care more about what's happening in China than we do here. We care more about what's happening in Russia than we do here. We care more about every other country except America. We care more that China was building replicas of our ships and shooting missiles at them for target practice than we do about our own people than our homeless people. And, and we just blame it on all the rich people because I don't have money, but if I had money, I would do this. Yeah, well, it's their money. They can do whatever the fuck they want with it and don't tell them how to live their lives because you just couldn't live your life to the fullest like they are. And <laughs> just because they have all the money doesn't mean anything. And what happens when you get the money? What I'm talking about is Elon Musk said, uh, or the UN said that they can solve world hunger with $6 billion. <laughs> Elon Musk said, okay, Reply to this Twitter thread and tell me what you tell me what what are you going to do with my money? And here's also the funny thing: if you can solve world hunger for six billion dollars, then why was it that eight billion dollars was given 
last year to, to end world hunger. And we still have world hunger? Oh, so does that mean that the money's not actually going to end world hunger? It's just going to help you guys do what you do? Oh. Okay, maybe that's why we just want to be fully transparent now. And the reason why they don't want to be fully transparent is because that means that money is going to be gone and you cannot keep up with the money. Like I said again, being black in America is like being a needle in a haystack. Being black in America is like being that one Packers fan in the on the 50-yard line of the Vikings field. Being black in America is like being... Hmm. It's like wearing a wet sock. Yeah. Being black in America is like going up on stage somewhere and like people's worst fear is going up on stage and naked, right? So imagine that, but there is no podium or anything. It's just you on stage. That's what being black in America is because wherever I walk into, wherever I go, Everyone looks. And sure, you can say, well, that's just what happens to everyone. But it's not the look that I'm seeing them give other people. <laughs> it's, it's always the same look that I get. And you either know the look or you don't know the look. And I'm not going to try to explain it because I fucking hate the look. But again, this is a fight between everyone and anyone. But for some reason... Black people always have to do all the heavy lifting. Like, if you're, if you're black and a woman, you'll act like you'll fight for black rights, but you'll default and start. then you start to realize that you can't do jack shit, so then you just start to fight for women's rights. If you're black and gay, you are thankful that you're gay because that means that people will see you as something else other than black, and you'll have a whole community that's there to help and uplift you. If you're... If you're black, what are you? What are you if you're black? If you're white, you're seen as superior. And tell me, no, no one sees that. Well, that's how you see it. And that's how everyone else sees it. That's how everyone sees it. But lately, and over the past 10 years, it's been a different change of where people are looking at black men differently and black women the same and I'm definitely not okay with that but at the same time that I benefit from it so why would I have a problem with it it's because I, unlike everyone else I treat everyone the same even if they don't believe me even if they don't want to believe that I could care less what you look like I could care less what your what your history is what I care about is what are you doing to change it what are you doing to actively stop it? What are you doing to actively go out of your way to help people or someone or something? Or what are you doing to change? Or are you just complaining? <laughs> are you just going to sit there and complain? Because yes, I could do that too. I could be angry. I could go and get myself a gun like every other person and arm myself and do all that. But again, I know that that's not going to fix anything. And that if anything wants to actually change, you have to stay true to yourself. And for me, 
that is no violence, but if violence is needed, meaning I will, I am very good with my hands. <laughs> it's one of those things where people like to assume, people like to believe a certain thing. And if you don't fit their belief, then you're an anomaly to them because people have labels and people put labels on everything because that means that they understand it. <laughs> so again, I'm here just to say, please stop putting labels on things and just start to live because the oldest creature on this earth are black humans. <laughs> black people were here before everyone else. Oh, you're wrong, Brendan. Well, Jesus wasn't white. <laughs> Mary definitely wasn't white. Joseph wasn't white. The snake wasn't white. The apple on the outside wasn't white. Maybe on the inside, if it was crisp. It's one of those things where if it fits your agenda, cool, good for you. But if it doesn't fit, then fuck you. People just, just like on Instagram, on Twitter, algorithms. Well, actually, no, Twitter, Twitter doesn't really have algorithm. But on TikTok, on all of this, why do you think Charlie D'Amelio is famous? Because she's a hot white chick. Why do you think Addison Ray is famous? Because she's a hot white chick. Where are the hot black chicks that are famous? Oh, Whitney, Whitney Houston. Oh, because she's, ha- she's partially white blotches on her skin. Oh. Again, I'm not dissing anything, but black people are the only people that idealize athletes, that idealize rappers, singers, songwriters. And we keep falling into that trap because that's what they want us to do. Because if we stay here, they are still in control. They still get that 7% tax on everything. We pay our taxes. We get our dues. They take Social Security. They do all this out of your check. And people just live with it instead of trying to fix it because... They don't think they can fix it. But what the government is most scared about is everyone realizing that if everyone was to vote and everyone was supposed to care about stuff, that's a problem. (laughs) Because then everyone starts to see what they are actually doing. Everyone will start to see that the Black Panther Party was murdered by the FBI. Everyone will just start to start to connect the dots that the war on drugs was actually from the U.S., made by the U.S. government. (laughs) Everyone will actually start to see that the police officers and the Senate officials and and all of our elected officials are the true drug dealers. (laughs) An EpiPen costs $500. A life-saving drug. (sighs) I was so fired up at the start of this. People... Money, cool. Money is money. Like money, yeah. Money's fun. Money's nice. Money's awesome. But people are better. Money, money. if you put money somewhere, money will stay there. But if you put a human somewhere, they'll try to figure out how to get out. People don't want to evolve. They just want to stay. That's, that's cool. Good for you. But you're not going to evolve then. It's going to make no sense to most people, but to the one person that it makes sense to, thank you. (laughs) You're why I keep doing this. You're why in a couple weeks here, I'll be moving to New York. You're why I'll be 
going somewhere else. Because the day that I can get out of this community that is just surrounded by white people, that that's the difference. My community, I've done a bunch to, to make sure that they don't see black people the same, but I've realized that I'm not going to change that because then they'll just look at me as the, the Steve Urkel, the, the anomaly, the you're not like the rest. So I'm, I'm done. I'm done putting up that facade. I'm just going to keep trying to figure out who the fuck I am because I haven't been me for 20 years. Let's do this. We can figure this out together or I can slowly start to figure this out on my own. But look up. Let me give you some names here. Um, Booker T. Washington. Great, great guy. Man that went, fought through slavery with his mother. Gary Webb. Reese Taylor. Catherine Johnson. James Baldwin, my, my guy. Thomas Sankaira. S-A-N-K-A-R-I-A. Justice Thurgood Marshall. Those are just a couple. Look them up. See if you like them. See what you want. But we, we need to start to invest black, build black, bank black, teach black, give black, buy black, and start black over. Because no justice, no peace, no racist ass police. Please. Please. Oh, and correction, my last episode, I said that it was the New Jersey mayor or whatever on MSNBC. It was actually the Boston mayor. So I messed up. So and to start to invest black, that means that we need to stop saying, oh, this is black culture, because like Kanye said, this is not black culture. It's white culture that they label as black culture because all the money is going to the white people. So how is it black people if that remember 12 seconds? That's how long black money stays. And so I will not be one of those boys that they don't like, that they just write off and they hope gets put into the cages because I beat it once. And you're damn right I'm going to do it again. (laughs) Because until everyone starts to care, nobody's going to fucking care. God. (sighs) All right. one One of these next episodes... It'll be a full explanation and talking about my expulsion and what happened. So, peace out. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Au revoir.